Today on Dare to Develop, we're so excited to have Alexi and Anya, co-founders of Maru, a payment platform designed specifically for wedding professionals. Today, they're chatting with us how you as a business owner can save money and, and Maru actually helps you streamline your payments so you can get them faster and easier. Yes, we can't wait to dive in and hear all their tips on saving money. You're listening to Dare to Develop, a podcast for creatives. I'm Christine Herman. And I'm Ashley Baumgartner. And we are two hybrid wedding photographers that dub ourselves work wives. With a passion for developing community and daring to take risks in business and art, we want to bring you along on a journey. The journey of artists, makers, business professionals, and more who want to level up their businesses by daring greatly and developing community. So let's get started. Today on Dare to Develop, we're so excited to have Alexi and Anya, co-founders of Maru, with us. We can't wait to hear from you two about daring to minimize business costs with Maru. Thanks so much for being here with us today. Thanks for having us. Yes. So could you two each tell us a little bit about yourselves? Let's start with you, Alexi, and then Anya. Sure. So I spent my career in corporate finance, working pretty much all over the world, you know, between uh, London, Paris, U.S., my last job was at Revolut. It's one of the leading global banks in, in Europe. That's why I'm basically based in, in London. Um, on the personal side, I have a family, two beautiful kids, Dmitri and Anya, which was a fun fact when we met with Anya. Yeah, it is, it is. Total, you know, money and fintech nerd really like to read everything about everything that's happening in the industry. And in my free time, whenever I has it, I usually used to play soccer or football, as we call it in Europe. Yes. <laughs> yeah and then it's Anya and Winica is the last name it's, everyone gets so confused like Anja whatever but, <laughs> so I've spent yeah the last 15 years in the weddings and events industry I moved to New York City from Kansas when I was 21 years old I had like $500 to my name I really wanted to work at a magazine I used to work at a wedding hall like a banquet hall in suburbs of Kansas City and I just figured I would seek out a weddings magazine. So I landed at the dot, not understanding or knowing anything about how really the publishers worked in New York. Turns out I wasn't at Condé Nast or Hearst. I was at a very small startup with two founders who believed that the internet was going to change the world. And so I really fell in love with like the entrepreneurial environment, the co-founders, they threw a lot at me. And then, you know, I, I did know eventually I wanted to start my own company. I just didn't know what it would look like. And then personally, I have a little girl who's six years old, who I'm constantly indoctrinating to believe that women and moms can pretty much do anything in the world they want. I love it. And, <laughs> and soon we'll be based in Brooklyn. And yeah, as far as fitness goes, very hard to find time, but I have run three marathons and I plan on doing a fourth sometime wow. soon. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Well, let's dive into it then. Can you tell us a little bit about both your backgrounds in the wedding history. I know you just touched on it, Anya, a little bit, but we don't have more. Yeah. I mean, most of my time in the industry was spent as an editor, later as more of a marketer. So initially, you know, I was a copy editor. I was reading and writing all of the copy for the magazine, on the website, did all the real weddings. I was on photo shoots, really understanding the ins and the outs and of, of like what people would experience from the publishing side. But I also became, because it was a small ship, a spokesperson for the brand. So I spent, yeah, I was like 27 years old and I don't know that I belonged there, but I was on the Today Show all the time, Anderson Cooper, like all the time, just you know, speaking on behalf of the brand. So I was really media trained pretty early on. I guess they just were like, oh, she's naive. She'll jump on there and <laughs> figure it out. 
And then later on, I did B2B work, meaning I was running across the country, creating workshops and webinars and things for the business side of things, which is where I made most of my friends and became completely, truly in love with our industry. And, you know, so with my background, it's a real smattering and bird's eye view on the industry. It's understanding how couples interact with their resources and planning guides and how they interact with their photos, how they make decisions and follow the planning journey. And then on the business side, it was needing and understanding that like we're really fragmented in our industry, but there are quite a few things that make us very unique together as an industry. And, and that's, you know, what we intended and have been capitalizing on as we fill out Maru. Awesome. And then Alexi, how did you get into the wedding industry? Well, it's the initial idea was, uh, you know, it was four months into pandemic. Everybody was in the U.S. for buying their Peloton bikes. And I was like, hey, right. yeah. <laughs> so if, if you can use the what's called by now pay later solution for the bikes, why can't you apply it for any service type of invoice? And it just happened to be that you know, a friend of ours, she got married in New York in, around like August, 2021. And for me, like two ideas kind of collided. I was able to quickly validate it by Instagram, just like got a very strong response from, from, from people. And yeah, I mean, th that's where it all started. Well, we started with the BNPL you know, as it's called, but then gradually started, you know, increasing our, you know, manual or increasing our touch, touch points with the wedding professionals and Ultimately, right now, Maru transformed in the fully fledged uh, payments platform for any modern, you know, wedding, wedding professional business. Yeah. I mean, when we hit it off, we, you know, we, we were talking a lot about building buy now or book now, pay later that, you know, it quickly morphed as like you said to realizing that our industry needed a full on payments platform. And, you know, given our backgrounds together, we realized we could pretty easily build that and we were uniquely positioned to do so. And having come out of a pandemic or ish, we you know, we're talking to a lot of professionals in our industry and this just felt like the right time to do it. Like, I don't actually know if five years ago, I'd want to be super in tune to like a finance platform, but after the pandemic, I think everyone was kind of acutely aware of where they stood, cash flow, you know, these types of things kind of became top of mind. There were all these, at the time, clubhouse conversations and other things happening on line with our industry. And so when we were building buy now, pay later, we were building all this stuff. We were, we were really cognizant of like the painful moments for a business as they are trying to pull out these gorgeous events, create these incredible products, but at the same time, get paid, not spend a lot of money, their own money on processing fees and things like that, but on also create an experience, a branded experience for the clients, not only when they go discover you on Instagram, but also when they're paying you those chunky invoices and have that be really seamless part of the experience. I think it's so interesting that you started as a buy now, pay later, because I feel like Maru is so multifaceted in so many different areas to get paid by your clients. Can you explain a little bit about more what exactly Maru is? Yeah. I mean, it's, I put it a lot of times, we put it this way. It's as simple to use as like a Venmo or a Zelle but sophisticated enough to use as a business. So invoicing and requesting payments from couples is super simple. You can also do it from other businesses. So you have corporate clients. And then as a business, when you're using Maru, you choose how you want your clients to pay you. So that's on you. So if, if you're having, if you're doing a lot of bank transfers, like ACHs and debit cards, all of that is free to process on Maru. 
And then credit cards are a flat 2.9%. And one of our values is to ensure you know, transparency, simplicity. Like it gets confusing really quickly when you hear from this platform does this, this platform does this. We're very you know straightforward about all of it. And so our payments platform also, in addition to this, operates on the B2B side, which means that you as a business can actually pay out your freelancers or other businesses really easily for free. Because what we found was that, you know, a lot of photographers were selling their second shooters as opposed to keeping it clean at one spot. And so that we added that. And then we integrate with QuickBooks so that you know, you're not at the end of the year really completely, you know, lost during tax season. And if you have a bookkeeper, they can quickly, you know, sort of look at things along the way and stay up to date on on what's going on in your business. And you can kind of keep it all there. And you'll know, knowing that this is the simplest way to do it. This is the most cost efficient way to do it. And it's also PS branded for the industry. <laughs> Love that. So I think you touched on a lot of these, but why should a wedding professional choose to consider using Maru? Like what makes your platform so different than invoicing through like your CRM, for instance, Dubsado, Honeybuck, anything like that? Yeah. I mean, in short, we know money and we know money and payments processing better than anyone. CRMs are good at workflows. They're good at you taking a lead from your website and turning it into a cool message and setting up funnels and pipelines, but they're not the experts on payments and payments processing. The team at Maru is. I mean, it's not just me and Alexi. There's, you know, our head of payments. Like we've got a huge engineering team that's worked in banks all over the world. Like we know what to do when it comes to this stuff and we can get the best in class tools and services. And by the way, prices too. So, you know, I think all those things involved you want to make sure that when you are thinking about your business, you are using the tools that are the best fit for our industry. So you might love those CRMs for that workflow thing, but Maru is set up to, for success when it comes to getting you paid quickly, easily, seamlessly, transparently. And I love when, when we shouted at Engage, you talked about how literally Maru is made for wedding professionals. Unlike so many different platforms out there, this one literally is made for us. It makes it so easy and streamlined. And I use it personally and I absolutely love it. So can you tell us a little bit how Maru can save wedding professionals money? Sure. I mean, just similar to Venmo or Zelle, like, you know, similar transactional services. We process, you know, ACH and debit cards for free for a lot of wedding pros. And then for credit cards, we charge 2.9, which is absolutely like market rate. And I think the coolest part of us is like, we allow you as a business to easily pass the fee on your clients. And while obviously there are some states where you can't do it, we provide a lot of guidance, you know, how to do it, you know, legally and how to do it the right way. And in general, I think like what we're doing really good in terms of like finance is bringing the most cutting edge fintech, you know, finance technology into the, you know, our industry, which maybe like was overlooked or not, I would say prioritized. And yeah, I mean, from my interaction with wedding pros, I see that a lot of things that been, you know, in the market as a more like a standard, they were not tailored to the industry and they find them, you know, really cool. And the underlying cost for them is like nothing. So for us, you know, unlike in any other platform, like charging percentage based on ACH type of transactions or bank transfers, I mean, this is ridiculous. The underlying cost for that is sense. So like th this is where we, we're not trying to like make a buck on like, you know, something that's where we don't deliver too much value. We just help to process, you know, money from point A to B. And, but we also don't charge the, the businesses and that's where the, a lot of savings comes in. 
Yeah, I mean, big picture, we believe that there should be high standards for our industry too. Like you don't go to the dentist and the dentist tells you how much it's going to be and people negotiate and then they send you a Venmo request. <laughs> like we're professionals. We run big businesses and operations. Yeah. You're, there's a lot of cost. There's a lot of time involved, money and blood, sweat, tears, all that. And so, you know, when it comes to standards, like we belong in there too. We don't, we shouldn't be taken advantage of. Like, you know, there, there are certain famous processors out there. They're just tacking on processing fees because they assume that our industry is not paying attention because we're too excited about the creative stuff. And so think of Maru as a company that has your back and that aims to standardize and make, make everybody else take us just as seriously. Like if ACHs are basically free in other industries, they should be in ours too. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, it's like, that's how the DMV is, you know, that's how <laughs> so many places are. And so uh, we appreciate that you have our back and that you're looking out for us little guys. <laughs> well, many big guys. I mean, we're bigger than people ever like are willing to talk about. Alexi yeah. and I, you know, especially Alexi spends all this time talking to investors and all these other people in other fields. And they're like, oh, is it really big enough? And we're like, it's like a hundred million dollars. What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah, it's huge. It is a really big industry. <laughs> um, so common, I, it sounds like you've talked with a lot of wedding professionals about, you know, just the payment process, how they work with clients. What are some of the barriers or common concerns professionals have when it comes to actually getting paid? And then how have you responded to those? Yeah, I mean, I think, okay, so Alexi mentioned it, but the, the, this is the super simple one that everyone loves. And it's being able to bake in the credit card processing fee uh, to, to the client side and not having to do the math for, for them. It's awkward. Like a lot of times uh, you, I hear planners say, oh, like I find out if they're going to use a credit card. And then I go back to the invoice and I add in 3% to just cover myself. And then somehow Stripe takes out five and I just don't know what happened. Like that is a mess and that's super awkward. And so what happens in our case is unless you live in Connecticut and Massachusetts, which are the only two states in the U.S. that have completely banned it, then you're able to say, hey, Mario, can you just go ahead? Whenever they use a credit card, they get into their side and, and what you get is what you get. So that's, that's a big one that was us like understanding what was going on out there and then moving it in here. Another thing was just simplification. Like the entire thing is crazy right now. Um, you have a lot of extra steps that people are doing to ensure that, you know, the invoice looks a certain way and it's branded a certain way. Like I'm using, it's not that I'm using Monday.com and then I'm using Stripe over here. So just, j just creating where we can a seamless experience for everybody. And then a big one as well is I don't like the way my invoices look. They feel full of clutter or they, they're complicated. And, you know, we all know because we work with couples one-on-one, -on -one, they're stressed and the money conversation is awkward and it feels ick and you kind of want to just get it over with as the business owner too. Well, with Maru, when they receive their invoice request and they go to pay, we make it as simple as it would be to buy something on Nordstrom app or some, some place that they're very used to and accustomed to. We don't make it feel like they're paying the plumber. <laughs> or they're paying for a like, corporation or something. Yeah. Like or even another small business like car repairs or something like you get those weird janky invoices that are all, you know, whatever. No, this is a wedding. It should be pretty. It should be simple. It should be easy. And for a business, it should be very easy for me to get paid. Introducing our sponsor, your film processing experts, Photovision. Photovision has been a family-owned business since 1968, and we both use them as our film lab for personal and professional work. 
PV has been a part of my film journey since 2015 when I started shooting film. I love how personable and knowledgeable their team is. When I get my film scans back, it's like Christmas Day. They've helped me grow as a film photographer, assisted me in comparing scanners, and include helpful tools such as exposure reference sheets with scans so I can tell what adjustments I should make in camera next time. Yes, since I've started shooting film, I've turned to their educational Instagram and blog to learn more film tricks and love that they're always available to answer questions. Lately, I've been loving their new offering, Everyday 35mm Film Scanning, which includes proof prints. I've been sending in a lot of personal work, and getting the film uh, prints in the mail of my little is just so fun to have a tangible representation. Everything about working with PhotoVision is seamless, from submitting our orders online, getting scans in an easy-to-use platform. You always have the scans on your phone. So nice. And even ordering film. Yes. And as longtime PhotoVision clients, we cannot recommend using their lab more. And they've been so generous to offer our listeners one free roll of their signature process and scans using the code DAREDEVELOP, all caps. Make sure to check the show notes for more information. And then how long is like the turnaround time for when the client pays you for to get it to your bank account? Leading question. Yeah. And this is all Alexi's doing, but we, we, we process every payment from your client to you, the business in one business day. So it's lightning fast. Yes. I love that. So I know you talked a little bit about how there's two states that it, they have banned that. I know we've both heard many, many times that in California, it's a very gray area. So like, how have you worked with creating a system where you've really like navigated all the various laws and what's allowed in different states and like communicate that to then the professionals that use Maru? Yeah, I think in in short, we just read a lot of legal documents (laughs) and Uh, regulations between myself and our head of payments, Michelle, who joined us recently from Upwork. And based on that, you know, we, we also, obviously we spoke with our legal team just to make sure that the information we pass it makes sense and while well, it's legit, well, and with the help of our marketing team, like we prepare those, like we ultimately take those very complex legal, you know, structures and, you know, conclusions that are came up from, from the relations and turn it into like, you know, simple language, similar to, as, to, as our product is for, for wedding pros that they can use in their, you know, day-to-day life. Yeah. Yeah. We just want to make sure that everyone has the most up-to-date language. You're right. California is a gray area. There are 10 states. And actually, if you go to maru.us and you go to our blog, you'll see that article in there where the states where you can and cannot pass on the credit card fees. There's 10 states, Colorado, California. There's a few that are in the middle that have gray area. But if you look in the details, a lot of them have been challenged recently and overturned. And so many cases like the law in general is going in the direction to benefit the small business, not the other way around. And so, you know, big caveat, we always say like, you should consult a lawyer for your own business because, you know, you own it. But, but yeah, that, that's, that's the download there is that there's two states. It's completely banned. They, it passed the law in Connecticut and Massachusetts. And then the other 10 states that where it was in question, it's actually going in the different, in the other opposite direction. And then if you live in those other random states, <laughs> then you're good. <laughs> good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very interesting. I love that. So since you guys are in finance, what are some other ways creatives can minimize their business costs? Sure. I mean, I think that the, the first step that any business manager or owner should do is just to look at their cost structure, just to understand like what are the recurring, especially recurring costs that, that arise. We actually did this ourselves and like we identified a lot of like small, tiny subscriptions that are coming here from there and like especially as your team grows so see what you can do you know in, in terms of minimizing that 
Second thing, you know, you might also feel sometimes that, hey, my cost structure is too high, but in reality, it's not actually the cost, but it's the cash flow, meaning that you, you're paying your suppliers first before you actually get money from your clients. And this is where, where Maru comes in as well for wedding pros. We actually pay you the full amount up front for one of the features that we offer. And then your costs can be structured all over time when you already have all, all the funds with you. And I mean, simple things like, you know, credit card processing, like it's, it's tiny, it's minor, but like on the scale that becomes like a good, you know, five, $6,000, you know, over a year, which hey, you can spend on your vacation during summer or something. Yeah. So I think that those are kind of, you know, immediate things where, where, you know, business managers can, can help save themselves some costs. Absolutely. I love that. And then I know you've been doing a lot of education and getting in front of a lot of creatives, but what are some other ways Maru is helping creatives level up their businesses besides just saving money? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, we're creating incredible members-only webinars and then giving our members exclusive access to content that you wouldn't find anywhere else. And of course, part of this is, you know, having that editorial background, wanting to pull in people and, and pros that we've met over the years and ask them, can we have a candid conversation and actually publicize this to our membership base? And thank God, like our industry runs on relationships and they've all said, yeah. So yeah. better. <laughs> but, you know, people like celebrity you know, planner, Marcy Bloom will be on. Jose Villa was in April. I mean, we've got some really incredible people and the amazing thing about our industry is like, once you get on that level, you can, they're actually pretty open and willing to have the conversation around like, how did you change your prices? What did you use to charge? And so we've been able to, to secure a lot of that. And then we're also creating content like the credit card processing fees, articles, stuff that's like purely based on what we're hearing in the industry. And, you know, just more of that to come. We did do a tiny trial last year called the Maroon Money Summit, where we did a bunch of interviews and we actually had all this like content. Basically, it was just for members only. And we brought in sales experts, finance experts, planners, photographers, and people. And I, I think we all are in agreement. We're going to blow that up in January and bring some really cool stats and stuff through our industry and insights just to get that money conversation front, first and foremost, because it's. It's like a muscle. We don't love to talk about it, but the more we talk about it, weirdly, the more money we make. So more exactly. exactly. Love that. And then in closing, I'd love to know what the what was the biggest challenge you two have faced while creating Maru? Was there anything that just like was a huge hurdle? Was everything pretty streamlined because you two do have two different, you know, great backgrounds when it comes to finance in the wedding industry? <laughs> go go first then. <laughs> We can talk all day. I mean, <laughs> you're like, actually, <laughs> well, I mean, on, on the one hand, like there is no better combo than I think what we have going on here. So because we have the wedding side for 15 years, you have this fintech cool, like tapped into all the markets and all of the processes, but it, anybody who's ever started a company together knows that there are like growing pains and you have to be so open and communicative with one another and I don't know, Alexi, you could say it too, but like we spend, we spend a lot of time making sure that the two of us are aligned and our rules and responsibilities are laid out. And, you know, we really understand where we're going because we want to grow it. We want to grow it to everything it can be. And as business owners, you know, we all know that everything has to be tidy at home. We have to be totally focused, laser focused on like what it is we're building, where we're going from here, what the next steps are. I don't know, Alexi, what do you say? 
Yeah, 100% agree. And also like one of the cool features or like, you know, nuances about Maroon, how we built this was it was created during pandemic. So we literally met our, each other first time after like pretty much a year working together. Okay. So and like I, I, I haven't met like 60% of our team in person. So being aligned, being like making sure that, hey, everybody's on the same page, that, that, that like one of the big challenges, but it's also like, you know, interesting and helpful for, for us to grow as a team because the moment we get into the office, it's like sync on the spot because like you were able to connect on like 5,000 mi- you know, miles from each other. And like now you're in the same room. And, and I think the second, like for me, I think that one of the biggest challenges is how to show how cool our industry is for externals. Because I think this is where, you know, yeah, for, for some reason that I'm still discovering myself. Like when, when we say to people like, hey, we're working, like we're one of the coolest like fintechs and in the weddings industry, not the coolest, uh, you know, a lot of people just like, ah, oh, weddings industry, like, yeah. and yeah. you know, it takes a while to educate, like you guys are actually missing on the opportunity. Like it's an absolutely insane market that's like been, you know, craving for, for new tools, for new features, new products. And I think it's also kind of, you know, for me, I, I will kind of frequent or ask like a lot of wedding pros, like don't. Don't be afraid to highlight how cool you are, guys. Because, like, again, I'm coming from the outside, and you don't see this too much. But at the same time, a lot of people are using a lot of like services from the wedding pros or you know photographers, especially like who cater social events as well. So, from that perspective, yeah, just you know, proud and loud. Absolutely. <laughs> and I actually did have one last question too. Where did the name Maru come from? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> It's, uh, it's basically marriage, like it's a derivative from marriage. And then, okay. you know, we like this idea of rings. So it's kind of a row. Oh, I love it. Love it. I was just <laughs> curious about the origin. Well, thank you both for sharing about how businesses can minimize their costs and really level up. If it's all right, we'd love to move into a time of fast facts. Let's do it. All right. All right. So we're going to start each time with Alexi and then we'll go to you, Anya. So let's start with. Alexi, first, what is your favorite tool to use in business? And I mean, you can say Maru also, but. <laughs> yeah, I like Notion. Notion is basically a way for documenting a lot of thoughts long-term and pass it to the team. Awesome. And Anya, how about you? I mean, Maru, duh. <laughs> no, I mean, internally, because we're a remote team, we use Slack, we're on it all day. And, you know, it's weird. Like we forget that a phone works as a phone because we huddle on Slack. We do everything there. So I like it. Yeah, I love it. And then when working, do you have a favorite snack? Oh, yeah. For me, it's fuel. Uh, oh, what is that? It's a healthy, healthy food, like very quick. You know, you, you just make it and it really helps like to stay, you know, healthy from what you're eating, but without time, senses, time that you need to spend cooking. That a lot. Amazing. Love it. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm all about the cold brew with an oat milk splash. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have music that gets you pumped up to do your work? Yes. Um, there is a th- one of the songs. I, I forgot who's the author, but it's called Moments Like This. I usually like when I walk, I'm listening to it because it really reminds like why we're we doing everything that we're doing. I love okay, it. Hey, it's not Ed Sheeran. I know. No. <laughs> no, no. And I'll I mean, when I'm not on a video call and no one's listening and I'm getting myself pumped up, there's probably a lot of Drake or Cardi B, some hip hop yeah. going on. Yeah. 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 
And what is your favorite thing to do outside of the industry? Oh boy, I'm boring. I'm working. <laughs> but I have kids, so kids take the rest of my time whenever. That's I fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I in their in all of our free time, my husband and I play a lot of music. My husband in particular, when I can, I jump in and play with them. I play the violin. Oh, how cool! Very little time to do it. We love it. And what is the best education you've each learned from? Could be course, school, books, podcasts, anything. I would just say one of the recent books, like one of the best books I read was uh, the book called Build. I recommend to everybody who is like doing their own business. So just developing something. Unlike a lot of business books I've read when there is like one idea that's being tossed for like 400 pages. Yeah. This one, like you will be carrying everywhere with yourself and just kind of reading parts of it in the moments when, you know, when you need it. So highly recommend. Love that. Yeah. I mean, I used to always say, and still do say the Simon Sinek start with why. Um, just a really good, solid marketer. Anything by Seth Godin, of course. And then I really like Need to Stick. It's a little bit more digs into tactically how to get your message out, how to, how to help people understand what it is that you're really building. It uses a lot of like metaphors and things that are easy to understand. And, you know, I really do think it's applicable to whether you're building a big fintech or you have a boutique photography business in New York City. Yeah. Got it. And then what is one daring leap you've taken in your business or life? I mean, oh, I think it's obvious, like for me, to start, start starting my room because, you know, it was middle of pandemic. I had a very great job in like, you know, super fast growing startup. And yeah, decided just to drop it and start something from scratch. That was, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was something absolutely like daring for me. Yeah. I'm the first daring leap I took was moving to New York from Kansas with the $500. But looking back, that actually wasn't that risky. What's risky is, is, you know, having a child and a husband and things to support and then deciding to leave behind the, yeah. the, the cushy corporate thing for something that is completely new yeah. <laughs> and unchartered. Absolutely. All right. So we always like to mix this one up when we have two guests. What is one thing you think the other person is great at? So Alexi, what is Anya great at? <laughs> I think in just interpersonal relationship, making sure that the, the fact that Anya brought up, like we're aligned, like it's, it's really cool how after working together, you, you know, Anya start feeling me based on my answers on Slack or not even intonation, like when we're chatting, but like frequency of my reply. So I think this is a skill like, you know, human skill or people skill. It's uh, it's it's a really good one. I'm like, are you okay? Is I'm... <laughs> She's like, but I only said the word okay. I'm like, I <laughs> And Anya, what is Alexi great at? Alexi is a incredibly organized. I am in awe at all times of how many things and documents and things are out there, and they're just perfectly put. And then Alexi is relentless like as a as far as work goes like fine you know if we're looking for a product designer if we're looking for a tech person he's on it 24 hours a day until he finds it i think i'm okay at that but lexi's extremely good at that that's <laughs> why he's our ceo yeah i <laughs> love that amazing so where can our listeners find you instagram website oh yeah we all love insta so we're wedding marie wedding pros on instagram so please follow us there. We'll, we we promise to be funny and and we'll simplify and make money not that boring and scary. And then and then Maru.us is where you can find out all about how to start a Maru account with your business. And then 
we, we can always do demos. We can always take it from there. If you have any questions, it always depends on who you are, the size of your team and all that, but we're, we're here for it. Love it. And do you have any special announcements for our listeners? Uh, yeah. So we are going to do a special code for anybody who's listening to Dare to Develop. And if you sign up using that link, I'm sure you all will, will pass along. We're going to give everybody who signs up using that link $50. We'll just pop that into your account and show you, because for us, of course, moving money and putting money and sending money is very on brand. So we could think of no other way than to show off our product and offering $50. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That's amazing. We'll have that in the show notes for everyone and hope that our listeners take you up on that. And then in closing, what is one thing you want to dare our listeners to do after listening to your episode? Mm. Alexi, you have a thought on that? I do. Start their own company. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's really important to sit down with your values every so often and ask yourself, is this still the thing that I value the most in my life? Am I on the right track? One of the things we didn't talk about earlier, but it was really important to me. I wanted so badly to start a company and to be able to take risks. But I lived in New York City and we paid a lot in rent and to the nanny and my husband's a high school teacher and we just couldn't do it. So before jumping into a riskier situation. We moved to the Midwest. We bought a house. We saved money. We did all of these things because collectively as a family, we wanted that together. And I don't think we would have gotten all the way over here to where we are today ha had we not sat down as a family first or as an individual and just thought about what are my values? What are the things I care about most? And am I truly on the right track or am I kidding myself? right now. So if you have big goals and you have big dreams, just make sure you're setting yourself up for success because what you do now has a large bearing on what your life is going to be in one and a half, two years. Yes. Love that. Well, thank you both so much for joining us on the podcast today. We really appreciate it. Sure. Thanks for having us. I really enjoyed listening to the background of Alexi and Anya and how they brought together both of their respective professional backgrounds to create something so universally needed in the wedding industry, you know, with his finance background and her marketing and wedding experience. I just love that they combine their skills, their talents and their strengths to do something so needed for all of us. And I, I think it's so interesting that they actually started as a like pay now, pay later aspect and has just really morphed into this amazing platform for everyone. And I hope that you take their offer and try it out and gain that $50. And I really think that Maru is making some big waves here in the industry. So we're really excited to have them on. Yes. So check out the show notes for the link, as well as some of their amazing recommendations throughout the episode. And we will catch you next time on Dare to Develop. Don't forget to use our code DARE to Develop, all caps, for one free roll of PV signature process and scans and access PhotoVision's full library of photography tips at photovisionprints.com. Thanks so much for joining us today on Dare to Develop. We'd love for you to subscribe and leave us a review if you love today's episode. Don't forget to check out the show notes at daretodevelopodcast.com and follow along on IG at Dare to Develop. Catch us next week for more fun as we hear from creatives who have dared greatly in their businesses and develop community along the way.